Welcome to Two Minute Practice. Here, the hosts of the Lean Into Art podcasts explore and encourage you to join us in trying all kinds of different creative activities that help us practice things related to making our art, exploring, growing in our business practice, and even trying things for a healthy lifestyle. Every episode, we talk about what we practiced recently, things we saw in the community, and then we highlight a new thing, an idea for you to try to practice. I'm Jersey Drozd, cartoonist and teaching artist. I'm Rob Stenzinger, UX designer, coach, and interactive maker. Two minutes is a findable amount of time to try things. Let's see what we can learn and make when we make it easy to try. Yes. Hey, Jersey. Hey, Rob. We're back to do this thing where we check in on a thing two minutes at a time for a couple weeks. And uh, just see how practicing something in a uh, hopefully uh, time and emotionally inexpensive way, uh, so chronologically and emotionally inexpensive way, leads us to new discoveries about our work. So what was our practice this week or these two weeks? Ah, well, uh, we, we definitely have, have been dialing toward that, that lower... Uh, lower tension kinds of practice. And this one is, uh, and, and well, for us, right? But, you know, for, and we, we do like to draw. So uh, we, we chose to challenge ourselves or challenge, choose to practice filling a page or canvas with doodle characters. And so just functionally, just pick any kind of page and then two minutes at a time over the course of, oh, you know, one to two weeks, see how it fills up just by doodling characters it's um yeah that's uh and then maybe something emerges from it who knows yeah and i was excited about this one because i liked the idea of designing something from the principle of put something on the page and then react to that oh something else on the page now react to that uh this goes back to an experience i had ages ago um where i was drawing it was like doing like a group drawing session with friends and i was sitting next to somebody who was really having difficulty getting started they were just staring at the page and staring at the page and i just whispered to them like just put something on there put anything and then ideas will happen and they did they started putting some doodles on there and boom they had something to react to so like sometimes i think we can get bewildered by this idea of showing up with a design in mind. And that can happen. I mean, I've certainly had pages where like the image just like occurs to me and I'm like, oh, I see it and now I can draw it. And those pages are usually like my favorite pages. But mm, a lot of the time it's me sort of like just guessing in the dark. It feels like that. And that's what this practice kind of like, I felt like I was, I, I expected to reconnect with that and I was grateful that I did. How did you find it, hmm. Rob? Well, let's see. I, mm, it felt very brainstormish mm. in a way. Um, and, and, and I do, uh, I guess if I, I mean, this is the time to, to unpack the experience. Um, but it just kind of flew by so fast. But if I really think about it in the moment, there's always this, I haven't touched the page yet with my current drawing tool. And I think, I don't know. I, I just have this, 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 uh Oh, and, a and like a reminder feeling of like, ah, just go, just go. And also like always feeling that, like, I haven't put a line down. I have no idea what I'm really doing with the lines and uh, oftentimes. Right. And so I went back and forth and, and did a few different styles of doodling mm. And like, there's a little bit of the um, style, like some doodling styles get rid of some of the uh-oh feeling. 
but but like if I have like a permanent marker and a blank page and and my my hand is right about to make a line and I don't know what line I want, I just I'm always going to feel this. Uh oh, I don't know. Is this a good idea? Yeah. What am I doing? So so that's that's like some of the feeling of it, I suppose. Yeah. And, and I, I get the same feeling from pages from time to time. Like the blank page can be a pretty, pretty daunting thing. Um, when I'm thumbnailing, you know, and, and I think especially when I'm thumbnailing and that's when like just throwing a box down, okay. Panel border, there's your panel border work with it, you know, but is it the right one? (laughs) Will you relax and just do the work? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, the let's see, feeling relaxed enough to just go and knowing that, um, I mean, this is you know, like one of the greatest things about like while practicing and learning about uh, making comics is that sort of staged creative process and, you know, trusting it and trusting that you don't have to have perfection instantly and you probably aren't going to get it at the end either. <laughs> but you'll arrive somewhere more and more thoughtful and whatnot. And so, but, but that, that early stage where you go from nothing to something is still, um, you know, it's, 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 there's a, I think, I guess it's just, there's a real natural contrast and tension. Yeah. Yeah. Built right in to that scenario. So uh, what did you end up drawing? Do do we get to look at it and talk about it? Yeah. Let me pull it up on the screen. So uh, I decided that I wanted to, I wanted to play with, so I, these are five sessions. Um, I wanted to play with the idea of drawing the Amazon Academy characters, but like a little bit younger, just to, just to play around with like, what it would it look like if they were all like between like 11 and 13? And so I started with Jenny right here, uh, one of the main characters of the series. And I just, and, and like, I, again, I was trying not to think too hard about it. I was really just trying to like let the spirit of play get into this. So I just drew her in a pose that I felt was kind of interesting. Like she was in this, defensive yet ready like coiled ready to pounce pose none of this other stuff i i circled everybody in a color line to indicate like each session right so you know i had her and then nothing else and i'm like okay well then when i came into my next session i was like okay well she's reacted to something she's coiled about something uh and i've got all this space what if something was about to envelop her and so then i just thought of the word cyclops because amazon academy is like a greek mythology uh high school comic and I'm like, okay, well, what, what do I not think about when I think of cyclope, cyclopes? I'm like, okay, well, you know, like long spindly arms and waving hair. And so I just like ran with it. Like it was only two minutes. I didn't get time to think about it too hard. So Cyclops was next. And then Theodora um, was the third one. I was like, okay, well, now I've got all this space over here. Somebody needs to be reacting to what's about to happen. So here's Theodora leaning back, maybe with one knee down, getting ready to come back in with her spear. And then I had all this negative space in the middle here to fit in Jordan and Sophie. Um, So, and the tools I used was a combination of, this is is another one that probably matters. Um, I had a Pentel uh, mechanical pencil with, um, do I have the lead on me? I thought I had the lead. Um, it, it's actually, oh, here we go. I, I've, I've recently discovered this blue, this blue lead from, uh, uni, uh, oh. and I, and I love it. I, I've, I've been using Pentel lead for probably 20 years now, but this stuff, 
uh, it races so clean. Um, so, and, and it, it, it comes out just like a little bit darker than the Pentel blue lead. So you can find this at jet pens. It's, it's uni, uh, nano dia color blue lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to finish the, the, the graphite pencils, I was using the Palomino black wing, which my wife, Ann recently turned me on to They, they are nice pencils. So, um, and I, and I like, I like the idea of being able to do the, you know, the, the edge of the pencil kind of shading like I did on the you know uh, okay yeah is that is that a particular strength of the black wings well it's just the or just that you you just went with a a pencil yeah um what hardness were you, is that um oh gosh what hardness is it i think it's just like an hb it's okay. the palomino black wing 602 whatever that amounts to so um so yeah huh. all right wow that's uh <laughs> Super funny. That's some. Um, uh, I t- I went a different route. Instead of actually drawing one character at a time, I, each session I just kept doodling and doodling and seeing. Um, not trying to necessarily do how like how many things can I draw in this in this time frame. It just seeing what came out and hmm. um, but not going for like one pose at a time and one actual character at a time in okay. each session. So. That's, uh, and now I'm thinking that, I mean, what you did is a pretty awesome approach. And I, you know, I don't know, maybe I would have learned more by doing, just sticking with that, right? Because, hmm. I mean, you have an interesting composition. That looks like a desktop or a poster. Like that is like, <laughs> well, you're very like kind. It's, but... That's, uh, uh, I mean, you developed like something came out of this practice, in my opinion, that like that's has, um, uh, a, you know, potential utility thing. You don't, at the very least, conceptually, if not, um, you know, toward further toward realization, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause again, it look it's a cool composition that looks very posterish to me. Uh, but to be clear, that was not the intention. The intention was just to sort of like react to putting down one thing putting down another thing just keep reacting and see what comes out of mm-hmm. it and so like like the the jordan and sophie at the end were really just me going like i got negative space what can i do with that negative space right so it's just a, it, it for me the practice was about playing with reacting to stuff thrown on the page so i'm, I'm well, glad it, but the composition that emerged though so like those simp- those rules you followed are ended up like becoming a, a composition that it's like there are there there are characters that are have greater emphasis because of their sort of uh, size dominance and uh, energy in their pose, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where, however you did it, reflexively or intentionally, instinctively or planned, it was uh, I, what emerged it, just by following those rules and by you, you know, and your style. It's it's I it, I can't help but to just you know react. That's really, really interesting. And, and, and now I'm thinking like, oh, I mean that, that I don't know what I would have produced, but like having like just more specific characters and relationships. So anyway, I'll share, you'll see what yes. I, you'll yeah, see what see, I mean let's here. Let's see what you did. So by contrast. Um, okay. So I worked on a large format piece of paper because there's something about the like the the two minute practice thing where it's I don't know I just 
like the the big the bigness of this kind of thing lets me uh, just potentially move around more and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't realize that this time where it's like my arm motions can be bigger and stuff. And I like that. Um, I started with like, there's each little cluster of characters is a different. Um, I picked up a different tool uh, almost every time, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Every time I had some common ground where I, I used a Sharpie to clarify some stuff. So, so the, like my first round of practices were these little green characters and all kinds of green stuff came to mind. Um, like a little lettuce character, a, a tree, uh, a mossy rock, that kind of thing. And, uh, but doodly, doodly is heck. This is like note taking style mm -hmm. composition here. Um, fast and uh, experimental because you know, some things it's like, I don't know, like, like I understand that that's there, there, that something might be a turnip, but that thing next to it, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a goatee blob. That's, yeah. What the yeah. heck is that? Yeah. Um, but and then you, anyway, so like, but yes. the bottom right is you, you broke out a completely different tool for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, and that continues. So then I went, I used, um, you know, an, an orange marker to create some outlines, but then I grabbed a, um, a, a, a brush pen and went oh yeah okay whoops yep. I was I started looking at the wrong monitor here so yeah <laughs> then I so I, then I grabbed a brush pen to um you know just turn that shape into a character like what what comes out of it and so in in each of these it's like there's maybe a character I like and I think oh that conceptually could I could turn it into something cartoony and, and interesting right mm -hmm. um more a more realized expression of this rough idea that points towards something. Uh, I kind of like the angles on the bird in this one, um, and like the rock over here. I, I kind of like that. But then, uh, then I went. So it was like I went with just one tool. Then I used two tools, and then I used two tools in a different way, where um, a lighter background. Thing, like like I used an alcohol marker for for some background uh, blobs, it's just shapes, quick scribble, and then used a sharpie to to then turn it into something. Mm. So that's um, what do I have here? Yeah, you're also working really big. That's the other difference in the, the our two approaches is you've got a sheet that looks like it's like uh, I don't know twenty or thirty inches wide by twenty something by twenty or fifteen by twenty. Okay, so. I'm looking at the 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 demon who's shrugging, the, like the snake demon who's going like. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's so funny. It's like I'm a dragon, apparently. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. And like just the big swooshes on it. So like I'm I'm wondering like did that change things for you? But having that much space to work with, like did you find that you're drawing any uh, any different? Well, in a way, it's like each cluster could have been on a on a, a standard size sheet of paper. Right. Okay. It's just that I knew if I was going to do a lot of characters, if, if, if you know, emerging. So it, it gave me, it let me sort of reset. And I never dealt with that tension, the composition tension you dealt with. Mm. Right. Because mm -hmm. each time it was like a light tension of a grouped set of characters quickly, you know, scribbled out in two minutes. Right. Yeah. But um, then. Let's see. I think the last one I did was just pencil, and I don't. I don't know. Like some little, little thing on a cloud and a person with a sword. So, um, I mean, really rough 
rough development, sort mm-hmm. of scribble a bunch of things in, in a couple of minutes and that's, and do it on a big piece of paper. So I avoided like any of that, like, how, how are these things going to fit together? Mm, um, mm. Is more what the bigness helped me with. Um, and normally there's, I would do like bigger, big, big, big lines. And, and like, um, this is where I'm, I just said, I'm going to do the two minute practice. And this choice of what size paper influenced the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, that's something to to think of as as well. Like in the future, would I would I prefer to not, um, you know? Uh, that's the thing with the practice. It's like what kind of outcome I I got the experience of doing this, but then, um, you know, like picking what kind of thing will be the place where I practice this exercise. It's it it, it affects it affects a bunch of practices. Yep. So. Yeah, no, that that's very true. Like, so, like, my approach was I was specifically going for something that was more portable, right? Like, uh, but I do like, and, and you know, we were talking in Lean Tart this week about dry erase boards. It's like one of the things I miss is I don't have my big dry erase board behind me anymore, like I had in my old studio, and I I really want one back because I do think that the the size of the canvas affects the kind of practice that you're doing, and that's something to keep in mind. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay. Well, wh- do you have any thoughts or reflections or uh, wonderings about what we're going to do next week or this next th- for the next uh, practice? Yeah. Um, let's see. We've been going visual. It's a comfort. It's a it's a common comfort zone mm-hmm. for us. Um, I don't mind that. I don't mind something comfortable and less pressure. We are in the, in a, in a month of, we haven't mentioned art sound off during this segment, but um, you know, art sound off is a creative challenge that uh, Jersey and I started to get into uh, celebrate journaling as an artist. And uh, you can learn more about it at artsoundoff.com. And because it's going on right now, it, it affects time constraints and things. Right. So uh, thinking about that, it's like, am I shopping for a challenge that is you know what i mean like what what am i really looking for here i i i don't mind the idea that this is a uh i don't know like the word that comes to mind is like like if if a two-minute practice is a is a meditative pause or break in the other challenge that i'm experiencing i i don't mind that i mean is there something that well, you could... we, we, we tend to have like sort of buckets for uh, what we've been doing. There's been like writing ones, drawing ones, making mm-hmm. music or noise ones, and then just plain physical ones, right? And we did like a sitting for two minutes. We did, um, uh, I'm wondering if there's like another, like a two minute physical one that we could do that would sort of be a, per- like to, to borrow language from Kate Stenzinger, uh, a purposeful pause, can we create a purposeful pause while we're doing, while we're like rushing through all these other challenges and uh, projects? Uh, well, um, do you do um, any kind of stretching in your workspace? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, 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 you just asked me if I floss every day. Um, no, this is something I do with my students all the time as I walk them through various stretching exercises that are in the terrific book, uh, Drawing Stronger by Creator Wilberg. 
um, which uh, I highly recommend. A, a dear friend of mine uh, got it for me as a gift one year when they noticed that I was having a lot of problems with my forearms, like in terms of like soreness and stiffness. Um, so stretching, yes, very good idea. Two minutes of stretches, right? Mm-hmm. So part of this, uh, a lot of two-minute practices, there's some mild amount of setup. And this, is, this isn't, isn't meant to be some, something extreme. So hopefully it's uh, stretches you're familiar with that you think would, would help you, you know, um, you know throughout your, your day, your creative work, what have you. And so you may know, about, know of stretches already or maybe that, you know, checking out that book for reference. Um, drawing up, Stronger. Draw Stronger, I think okay. is what it's called. I'll look draw it up. Draw Stronger. Draw Stronger. Uh, Creota Wilberg, I think is how you say the last name. Uh, okay. Ah, self-care for cartoonists. Let me pull it up on screen. Uh, come on, let me just look at it. Okay, here we go. Draw Stronger, Self-Care for Cartoonists and Other Visual Artists by Creota Wilberg. Um, you can <sighs> also, that book has a bunch of great stretches in it. Um, and it's also just a, a great guidebook for, you know, taking better care of yourself when you're, if you're spending a lot of time at the desk. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So I think that then, you know, or, or pick the source of, of, of your, you know, to your, to your liking, but mm -hmm. sort of nominate the thing that becomes your, your, that's probably a prep before you get into this. Cause, and you can use the two minute practice for the prep as, as well. Like you may use an, use a practice, set a timer and say, I'm going to go pick what stretches I'm even doing. I don't know because I'm too new to this, right? And that's mm -hmm. okay too. Yeah. That's that's part of the point of the practice. It gives you the space to try those things. So, all right, there we go. We stretching. got we, two Sounds weeks good. stretching, two minutes at a go. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Jersey. So, if you're ready to set aside two minutes to play along and do the practices, first you need to pick something to practice. Then prepare a way to time yourself. And then give it a try. If you don't know what to practice, but want to try, make your first practice all about brainstorming the things you want to learn. And if you want more ideas, you can always go to leanintoart.com slash two, the number two, minute practice.